what is up everybody thank you uh, for tuning into the fathom beyond sunday podcast we're really excited about this new podcast it's really designed to, to just be very casual just a couple of leaders at fathom talking faith talking life talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on between monday through saturday not just on sunday so uh, tune in listen to the conversation open your heart and pray that that this really helps Welcome, welcome. Hey guys, welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast where we get to go deeper um, and talk more about Sunday's sermon on faith, life, and following Jesus beyond Sunday. My name is Tara Howard. I'm the ministry director at Fathom Church. I'm filling in for Jackie today. It's not your normal welcome, welcome. It is a different welcome, welcome. I love how you took it. You, you rolled with it. You I like it. it. I've come to appreciate it. I make fun of her privately about it, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm with Kyle Nelson. Yeah. I'm the lead pastor with Fathom Church here again, our, our constant. He's back with us. Yeah. Barely awake, but uh, I think I'm going to take a nap after this. It's a good plan. It's a it's a solid plan for a chilly day. One of my spiritual mentors, we we did a lot of like music traveling and stuff, um, doing worship, and he always say, you know, some of the most spiritual things. Sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is, is sleep. Sleep. You've actually told me that before. Yeah. It's it's come up before. I and believe it's it. So true. There's certain times where you can really feel it. Like <sighs> that is so true. And when you know you need it. It yeah. really is just comforting. And the problem is I don't take naps unless I have like not slept the night before. And I did not sleep at all. Last night. So, so this should be epic. It is. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and we've got flannel sheets on. So Cozy. Yeah, they were making me roast last night. It was hot. <laughs> One foot out. That's the trick. All right, we're getting into the t- TMI <laughs> situation. Okay, I'm good at on. that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit more about Sunday's uh, sermon. It was our family service. It was and fun. It was really fun. It was cool. I mean, you had one of your boys on stage. One boy on stage and one boy off to the side praying. Oh, so cool. As a prayer partner. I loved how all of our kids got a chance to um not like an apprenticeship but they got to come alongside us and feel like safe yeah my old my oldest was over in the corner behind the drummer <laughs> behind lee and he's just just a beating he on was the rocking drum it the whole time every yeah. time i looked at him he was into it it's so cool it's so cool i love to see how this next generation is just being raised up and you know students serving in our production yeah um, man really good stuff it, it, was, it was a cool day it was a great day we talked about um some packing light was the title, and so the things that we need to pack. Yeah, I'm an overpacker. Are you an overpacker or an underpacker? I, you, <laughs> I'm an efficient packer. That so sounds right. I actually <laughs> like to have a lot of things with me and have options. Yep. Um, but I, I pack very efficiently. Things are rolled in a very particular manner to Order. to get as many things as I can <laughs> into a small space. And so it looks like I'm packing light. But really, it's just all crammed in there. <laughs> but really, I've got a lot of things in there. So yeah. that's kind of my personality, though. Yeah. 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 Well, as long as you have what you need. it's. I feel like a couple of times, the last few times John and I have traveled, it's we've come home and he doesn't know that it's a game. But I'm really proud of myself when there's only one or two things that I haven't worn. And I like make an announcement like, look, this is all I haven't worn. I actually used everything. Well, and a lot of times like we're going somewhere for you know, the holidays or something and we're going somewhere and we're not going to leave the house. Like we're going to literally stay in our pajamas yeah. most every day. So it's like, <laughs> why do we take all this stuff? No, we could wear the it. same sweats every day. It'd be yeah. fine. Right. <laughs> uh, but for, for our walk with Christ, you, you and Taryn laid out a few different things mm-hmm. that we would need to pack 
uh, and one of those was presence. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk a little bit more about that today and presence, God's presence, our presence, um, being present. Yeah. Yeah. And there was kind of a hook in there. Like we were talking about packing light. We had this luggage on stage and kind of the whole thing is like we're packing light we're packing the light of the world yep and like we're packing a gun yeah packing heat you know (laughs) (laughs) but we're packing light packing 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 (laughs) right i'm I'm getting my plant city in there (laughs) packing um yeah packing the the presence of god with us emmanuel god with us is the name uh, out of isaiah 7 that was prophesied that he would be given and and joseph took that and eight days after Jesus was born and his circumcision they named him they named him um Jesus but Emmanuel God with us yeah. he, he affirmed that and um and, and I think I've learned just in my walk that when I'm really in tune with God's presence I'm a million times more present with the people around me wow yeah it's a perspective shift it is yeah. Um, and, and, and really I think it works with the other things too, right? God's approval. What we talked about, yep. like when I'm not fighting to like, whatever, mm. I'm not rushing. And, and that's, I mean, you and I have talked about this. <laughs> like my personality is like, go, 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 yep. get it, get the ch- the checklist done. Got a lot of things. Is in my this mind. conversation efficient? Yeah. Am I accomplishing? I'm always thinking about the next yeah. thing that I should be doing and just like slowing down and, you know, he sees me as a son uh, or as a daughter and, and loves me. And I'm not, I'm not fighting for his approval. I'm not trying to earn that today. I'm, I'm operating that I have that in Jesus yep. Christ. And, and that just slows my pace to be faithful. Like we talked about with Mary and Joseph in the sermon, just be faithful, the simple faithfulness of everyday life and, and whatever that looks like, whether it's conversation with the lawnmower guy right lawnmower guys the lawnmower guy right official title on the business card right yeah (laughs) (laughs) or you know slowing down with my children right know, um or being present in a conversation with a coworker. you know all of those things i think they're moments in which um god's given us and they're opportunities to steward his presence right yeah, as you were talking about that being like slowing down and being with them, I think of like, um, you ever see like a cartoon where somebody starts on the top of a mountain and it's snow and they start going fast and they tumble and it's just, you're going faster and faster by yeah. the end. That's kind of what it feels like sometimes life when I'm, when I don't have mm. the presence of the Lord at the center, like I just start going fast and it somehow gets faster and faster and it, it, yeah. I mean, it takes a minute to, to, to remember like, why am I going so fast? We had, um, our next gen, um, director david his his mom has started sitting here and 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 she had like messed up her knee or ankle or foot she just had Mm -hmm. some surgery Mm -hmm. i don't know if you saw her she had this like little she's cruising yeah she had like a little scooter (laughs) Uh type situation and she came out of the church and and there's like a a steep kind of thing down towards the parking (laughs) lot and she was going next door to the next building and um, I was like, man, you better be, watch out. She's like, no, no, it's okay. I got brakes on this thing. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> like she's going to take great. off. She's like, yeah, if I just let it go, like I'll be out in the middle of the parking lot here. And I'm like, that's, that's life. That's a great analogy. Cause that's I was life. thinking about that snowball and I was like, where am I going with this? How does it end? But we can, we can actually put the brakes on. Yeah. Like we need some brakes on our little motor yep. scooters of life, <laughs> of parenting, of, of career, of, yep. um, of our marriages. I mean, all of our, our life and 
particularly people I'd say who are driven, who Mm -hmm. do like to accomplish things, who are busy, who have lots of responsibilities and not everybody has a lot of responsibilities. Right. But you can be legitimately busy also like legitimately a lot to get done. A lot of people counting on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And still we've got to be able to hit the brakes, not in that we don't accomplish things that we don't achieve goals, but in that we do it in such a way that we're honoring God and um, faithfully carrying his light. Yeah. You know, in us and through us. And because the reality is it doesn't happen when we just let it go. Like right. we get focused on everything else, all the worries of this life, our brains are elsewhere and we're not present in the moment to, to shine that light. We're just kind of in our grind and, right. you know. So I, a regular time to maybe pause and do that perspective assessment, I don't really want to call it, but like a, like just a check, like how, how am I doing? God, I have a friend actually, um, Shannon who comes mm-hmm. here and she, she serves in many different ways for the church and through our co-op. And, yeah. and she said she was doing something in one area and w- and checked in with the Lord. Like, Hey, am I, am I doing okay? Am I, sp- I haven't really been doing this thing over here. And she just felt his, his presence and him just go, mm-hmm. no, you're okay right now. Like she, I love that. Yeah, how she yeah, checked in with him. Like, absolutely. how am I doing right now? For sure. And, and I'm actually going to talk about this some um, this weekend, just about coming to the Lord. Um, in all of our labor, in all of our heaviness of things of life that we're carrying, how mm. like daily discipline ourselves. And, 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 and I don't even want to use the word discipline, but daily delight ourselves. I've talked about that many times, but um, it's, it's so necessary. And I've really found for me, like just very practically speaking, just at the lunch hour is a good time to kind of recalibrate and really reflect on the first few hours of the day. Yeah. Because I can have really good intentions, you know, on a Sunday Mm -hmm. or Monday morning or or Wednesday morning, wake up, have a good devotion, like be in a good place, uh, but then also really um, move on. And the list hits and chaos and phone is calls happening. come in and email absolutely. comes in and people drop by. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And then so lunch is, is usually a really good time. And everybody's has some some kind of habit for lunch, whether that's bringing their lunch, sitting at their desk, mm-hmm. whether that's eating on the road, a couple of granola bars on the way to their next right. job site or whatever driving. they're doing. Yeah. yeah. But I think um, for me, that's been really helpful. It's and like a, a second devotion, a second time with the Lord. Um, Pete Scazzaro calls it the daily office. Yeah, like a, yeah. A, a second time yep. um, in our day to, to slow down. Well, and, and he does a really cool thing too where he says, um, is it silence, solitude, and centering? Or basically mm-hmm. he's saying pause and just be quiet with mm-hmm. God and yeah. and just listen. Yeah. And that's so foreign and so difficult for the American. Americans and the American mm-hmm. church. Um, even for me as a pastor and like a worship leader, I'm always worried about flow and like, I don't want no silence. Like let's right. keep it flowing. Let's keep the ethereal background music in there. And <laughs> like, it just is like in our like modern evangelical churches, that's, we, we, that's how it rolls. Um, but that's such a, a needed discipline in our life. It's a spiritual discipline yep. really. It's one that makes us really uncomfortable. It makes me really uncomfortable. And it's so hard for me. But that's why I need it so bad because it's a weakness, you know? It's true. Um, but it, yeah. I think when we understand that it actually enables us to 
um, invite his presence, Yep. you know, in our daily life. Um, and to, and when we do that, and when we do that, cause he's Emmanuel God with us, he came to come and dwell with us, like, so that we could really be present with him. Then again, it offers us the opportunity to be able to, to really be a light for him. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's actually one of the things that I was going to ask you was, you know, we, it, we're practicing his presence. He doesn't go anywhere. It's really just a, a way that we, um, we acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had mentioned, you know, taking that lunchtime and recentering is, is there another, um, way that you've maybe realized or learned over the time to, to, to practice his presence more in our, in our pace and make that, uh, a rhythm. Yeah. Um, I'm really thankful for my relationships. Um, all of them. And God really uses people. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he chose and all of it that he wants to use a bunch of flawed people, Yeah, but he really loves us. Yeah. And he really doesn't want us to be lone rangers. And he has really created um a paradigm in our in the christian walk that's community is central yep and i i would i would say just like the community around me like the people that i see and encounter like our our community as a a Mm -hmm. church family is such a gift of his presence yeah because just as I, i have that presence in me they have it in them yeah and and it's a real game changer for how we see people mm. like not just as image bearers, mm-hmm. but presence carriers that, you know, I mean, if anything <laughs> that, that should shut up a gossiping tongue Yes, that, yeah. you know, a slandering, you know, lips is that, man, they're carrying the presence of God. Yeah. You know, they're image bearers of God. Like, <laughs> So we need to, that needs to be calling the check. So, but that's getting off topic. I (laughs) I think just ultimately, I I just really, people like really seeing these opportunities. I used to see people as interruptions to Mm. what I wanted to accomplish. And now I really see people as vessels for what God is wanting to accomplish in me. Yeah, that's a really good point too. In in our in our business, how how we can I can sometimes feel like, man, my day is getting so off track. But it really is sometimes in those, I can either fight it, or I can. Do, I'm not, it's not a surprise to the Lord that whatever just happened, um, mm. but to to go with it and to to honor Him in it, and then beautiful things happen. Yeah, and I just have to slow back down and, and like, kind of let you know like how big of a transformation that is in my life to be able to say that like last statement of I used to see people as I don't, I don't even remember exactly how I phrased interruptions, it interruptions right yeah interruptions yeah. yeah um for what I was trying to accomplish and now mm-hmm. I really see them as vessels for what God's trying to accomplish in in you. me wow and as a minister it's really like we're always trying to think of what we're trying to accomplish, mm. you know, and, and that's just a total mm-hmm. paradigm shift that God's done in my life over my years in ministry that really they're not an interruption. I'm trying to get all these things done mm-hmm. and people are in the way of that. No, no, no. Like actually I'm being formed and shaped Wow. by people and them carrying the presence of God. Even when that comes in 
a lot of shapes and sizes of maturity and immaturity and um, joy and sorrow, you know, and all the shapes and sizes that we as people can come um, emotionally, spiritually, physically. And um, yeah, we, we really begin to see people as a gift, you know, and and I think this year there's been so many people who have just lost people. Oh man. Like it's just been yeah. such a heavy year, even the past few mm-hmm. weeks, like within our leadership team, we've had like three people lose yeah. family members. Yeah. Um, and it's just been including me. Um, and I think there's just been a lot of reflection in that. A lot of mm-hmm. people are just like savoring life and savoring yep. the people and the relationships. And I think that's ultimately, again, I think what was at the heart of that whole like presence thing is, you know, having God's presence dwelling in us so that we can offer that to others. And, and these times, these moments of loss and, um, yeah. And, and, and you lost someone close to you here yeah. this, this week too. So it makes us savor. Yeah. The, the loss makes us people. appreciate that gift. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said about, um, what God's doing, what God's trying to teach me through other people instead of our own agenda, um, or our own, our own plan. And that, that maybe is a great thing to ask during that lunchtime break, like kind of in that assessment, like, Lord, what are you teaching me? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you, what are you doing in me? Cause that can really shape when he repeats something over the course of a week or a couple of weeks. But to ask that question, it, it puts me back in my place, mm. that question. Cause it's, I'm always like, God, I want you to do this. Right. And, then, and it's like, so I need you to get on mm-hmm. my page with this. And that's putting me in the king seat and him right. in the pastor seat. And that's not how this no. is supposed to go. It, when you're asking that question, when I'm asking that question, which is a great question, it, it really does. Okay. God, what are you doing? Right. I'm, I'm inviting you. I'm listening. I'm, I'm wanting to be obedient to what right. you're doing. I, I'm wanting to see you in the midst of these relationships. What, what's going on with my child, this diagnosis yep. or, you yep. know, this struggle that we're having in my marriage or whatever it's, I, I'm inviting, what are you doing in this? Right. And inviting and in, and in the, in the process of inviting him, you're, you're acknowledging his presence and then you're submitting mm-hmm. to his, to his will. Um, and really when you decide to be a Christ follower and say, I want you to be Lord of my life, mm-hmm. like that's practicing. Yeah. I want you to be Lord of my life, God. And I love questions that have holy assumptions. Hmm. So when I say, God, what are you doing? I'm assuming he's doing something. It's a holy assumption. I know he's doing something. I may not know in this moment. He may not answer me and tell me what he's Mm -hmm. doing, but there's a holy assumption, which tells me my heart's in a good place. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I, I think, you know, always coming to the Lord with like these holy assumptions of his character Mm -hmm. and like are are really, and you um, trust that he is working it all together mm -hmm. for the good of those who love him. And even if it doesn't look good in this second, one day we'll know in full. Yeah. how how he's working it all together for his kingdom and his purpose not ours yeah absolutely that's yeah. great i love that yeah you know one, one more thing i was thinking of i'm not sure what what's you had in mind to chat on i was thinking on, on something a minute ago when we were talking about um just presence and i remembered an old message i did and the research <clears throat> around like the the tabernacle um, there's something in the tabernacle in the Old Testament known as like 
the table of showbread or um, it's also called the table of uh, or the bread of presence mm-hmm. um, that was in the tabernacle and it's often called showbread sometimes it's called presence but basically and, and there's there's a lot lot of info on this I could find the the message it was a long time ago you could look it up on the podcast but it was this bread on the table in the tabernacle when you came in and it was every day that it gets changed out hmm. every single day. And at the end of the day, the priests eat it. It's only there that day. It's fresh every single day. It's called the bread of the presence, you know, and, and there's a, all kinds of spiritual significance for it. And so I may be pulling it a, a little <laughs> bit out of context, but in the new Testament that the, the word that is used for that is also used for the word purpose in the huh. Greek. Okay. So Romans eight twenty eight. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, running on two hours <laughs> sleep, so you I forget say, that. No, I, I yeah. Um, God works all things to get, uh, right. together for the good of those um, who love Him according to His purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I didn't quote that perfectly because I'm going on two hours sleep, but uh, you know the reference yep. now. But the word purpose there, you know, God working all things together um, for those who love Him according to His purpose. Um, it's that same word for showbread huh. for purpose which is also like presence. And so I just think that's really beautiful. Like that this it's consumed every day. It's, it's unique in its characteristics and qualities every day. It has the similar substance every single day. It's the same stuff going in there, but it's never the same shape. Wow. You know, it's, and it has to be consumed. I mean, we've got this day and this day only. And, um, I don't know. I just yeah, I just think there's really a lot to wrestle with there uh, of uh, presence and purpose and it having to be consumed and yeah. I, I don't know. I hadn't like thought po- about that message in a long time. Right. But um I thought it was worth mentioning. Yeah, and that we we consume his presence and we want to pour ourselves out. Mm-hmm. Um because his presence in us not poured out mm-hmm. is not helping others. That's not that's you know, yeah. keeping keeping the light to ourselves. Yeah, and it's renewed every day. Wow. We, you know, we we miss it on a day. We we have another opportunity, mm-hmm. and how we practice His presence today is really preparing us for eternity in His presence. You know, as well. So we're starting that now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. One one thing um, when you were talking about di- renewed every day and. Uh, you know, the Lord brought to my mind worry, which is, I think, one thing that really can distract us from, mm. from his, his presence, from his, his plan. And, you know, it says, don't worry about tomorrow, you know, cause tomorrow has enough worries of its own or, you yeah. know, you can, tomorrow's tomorrow. So yeah. be present today, um, and not letting worry rob. And I think, you know, now, uh, 2020 culture in, mm-hmm. in general, if we weren't worriers before, it can be real easy to give into that now. Um, and to just maybe speak into worry for a minute or anxiety and how we can um, put that in its proper place and experience his presence and be be the light. Mm. Yeah. All of us, you know, w- worry and anxiety, it, it's part of being human. Mm-hmm. Um, and God hasn't created us to be superhuman, but to be um, in tune spiritually, um, that that we tap into 
spiritual power that's not natural, you know, um, to tap into spiritual resources mm-hmm. and a life with him mm-hmm. that's eternal, that's not temporary, yeah. and that the priorities of our life, and I think that's really where so much of this is, it, it comes down to, to trust, and it comes down to, like, what's the priorities of our life, and, Yeah. Um, our, our you know, our minds are, are filled with with just anxiousness over, like, so many things. And and it's sad because, like, what Jesus talks about, I think it's in, um, I want to say it's Mark 4, and Ma- I know it's Matthew 13, but the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the seed gets scattered out there, yeah. but then the, the there's some that, you know, the birds come and eat it up and there's some that falls among the rocky places and there's some that gets choked out by the thorns. And Jesus goes on to explain that's like the worries of this life. It's all the stuff of this life. And I would just say don't, especially this time of year, mm-hmm. there's so much pressure on like all the <laughs> things that need to be done. And yeah. External pressure, internal pressure. And so you know, we've got big goals. Everybody's got dreams and, yeah. you know, trying to live the American dream. Right. And, and we just got to always bring those back to the feet of Jesus. And like, I want your dreams for my life and not my own. I'm going to keep doing what I know to do best in that. Um, because I think when we do, like, then we can, we can rest. Like when we're constantly bringing it back to his feet. And yeah. that's kind of what I'm talking about this weekend. So awesome. I feel like if I keep going on that. I'll okay. <laughs> we'll save that. Yeah. I'll just be preaching <laughs> my sermon this that. week. Cause that's what's on my head. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, nice job filling in today well, on the, the podcast. Yeah, yeah it's Jackie stuff. will return. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been fun. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate being here, and I love listening to these chats. I do. Um, I listen to them not at two point oh speed. We were talking about listening yeah. to things fast speed earlier, but I I generally listen to the one. I'm getting close to where I'm about to be. I'll bump it up to one and a half. Sometimes. Yeah, try to get there. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But yeah, I really enjoy it. And uh, if you guys uh, listening have not had a chance, you can catch up on all of our podcast, weekly sermon podcasts, and Fathom Beyond Sunday. Um, just check them all out. And if you can think of any questions or anything that you'd like us to talk about, you can email Jackie, J A C I. I do listen to the podcast. Yeah, there you, go. you guys That's have been right. listening, you know, yeah. um, at fathomchurchjacks.com. Uh, like, share, subscribe. We love you all so much. We're glad you took the time to listen to uh, us have a chat. Glad to be here with you. Have a good week. Bye-bye.